You're listening to the Rewind Out Admission Show here on Demon FM. So my name's Tom. I'm here joined today by my co-host as ever, Chantel. Um, we've got our games master for today, Hannah, because Ash unfortunately could not be here with us due to sadly getting the virus that must not be named. Uh, but then back at the studio, we've also got Joe and Way running the desk, uh, as well as providing additional social media coverage too. Yeah, uh, today we're broadcasting live from Grace Cafe in the LCB depot, where we are going to be talking all things comedy, along with two special guest comedians. That's right. Lovingly today, we have been joined by Charlie George and Emmanuel Sadubi, uh, two incredible UK comics, both of whom are performing in the city tomorrow night, uh, as well as tonight as well for Emmanuel here. Yeah, and before we kick things off, let's not forget our water cooler for today. So, what is our water cooler, Tom? So, that being so, as it's the Leicester Comedy Festival, we're just asking you at home, what are some of your favourite jokes or one-liners within comedy? And let us know what your thoughts are and your favourite ones by tweeting us at DemonFM. Uh, or you can go onto our Instagram, which is at underscore DemonFM as well, to get involved there too. This is Leicester's Student Sound. Demon FM. Before we broadcast today, we had a chance to speak to one of the volunteers from the Leicester Comedy Festival. Uh, that helps out at the Big Difference Company. So let's hear about that. So I'm Chantel from Rewind, and we have got here Sue, Sue who's working with the uh, Big Difference Big Company, Difference. Yes. a part of Leicester Comedy Festival. So how did you get involved with the Leicester Comedy Festival? Well, it was basically um, a friend of mine who worked with Jeff in the main office yeah and she said let's do some volunteering but it wasn't until we decided to retire a couple of years ago that we thought actually we'll do it and we met Catherine yeah and she said we need people so Jeff my partner and I decided to join and come along and last year is the first year we started to do it wow yeah it's fun it's fantastic and I remember talking to Jeff Rowe yeah and he said once you start you don't stop, yeah. and it's, it's true, it's, it's amazing. So we just started to sign up, yeah. and did loads last year, absolutely loads. We saw loads of comedy, I mean, you, you know, obviously taking tickets saying hello, yeah. but basically see loads of free comedy. It's not bad at all, is <laughs> no. it? So what specific areas do you like doing? Uh, I like doing front of house, yeah. you know, seeing hello to people, taking tickets, that kind of thing, that's what we do. And then my partner, Jeff, he is downstairs, downstairs at a big difference, but he sees people into the seats, you know, and just try and get people at the front, because yeah. people don't want to go to the front. Yeah, a bit shy. So, yeah, exactly. That's so he does that, so we work as a team. That's quite good. Yeah. Um, is any action you're looking forward to? Yeah, well, actually, we're going to see Stephen Bailey. He's been Ooh. on the TV a lot. Yeah. But we're actually paying to see him, so he's at the... He's on the I think he's on the 16th. Oh, so the, that's he's in Elston. Oh, Elston. At the pub. So oh, we're going to that. Bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pop out some it's not bad. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for your time. I no really problem. appreciate that. Thank you. It's okay? Yes, it is. <laughs> Fantastic. The lovely Sue there providing a wonderful insight into the workings of the comedy festival itself. Um, enjoy your show later on today. Um, so now we're going to chat to our guests, Emmanuel Sanubi and Charlie George, about a number of sort of comedy-related things uh, and beyond. However, before we do that, just you know, briefly, we've got a quick reminder of today's water cooler, of course. So, yeah, to, today's water cooler is, what's your favourite joke or one-liner in comedy? So let us know on Twitter, at DemonFM, and we'll get back to you shortly. So let's talk comedy. Yeah, fantastic. So I'm going to open up by asking, so the both of you, I'm aware, you've both been on the ITV2 stand-up sketch show at some point. Um, how was that sort of, you know, for the two of you? How was that as an experience? 
Uh, Mine was a bit of an accident, actually, because I wasn't actually meant to be on the televised part. Mm. So I I did... When when they film the live part, they have an MC, they'll have a host that will introduce all the other acts on. Mm. And that's what I was there for. And they were like, well, just have some five minutes of comedy ready. And then it got to the point where the, the night needed a bit of a boost... And then they said, yeah. right, can you go and do some, like, forget the hosting, go and do some stand-up. And okay. I went there and I told, literally told a couple of stories, uh, which went down really well. And I walked off stage and the producer was like, that's in the show. Yeah, so, fantastic. Oh, yeah. Amazing. I, so so I you're like a wild card. Yeah. You're like a warm-up and then... <clears throat> I wasn't meant to be in it until, I wasn't meant to be considered until the following season. But then they yeah. saw that and they were like, yeah, that's in the show. So you went from emceeing the sketch show to then being asked to sort of do... A couple of sketches, yeah, and that ended up making yeah. the cut in the end. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. And what was your sketches? Can you give us what was it about? Yeah. Oh, it, was, it was all about me, um, <laughs> me being a bouncer. Oh, yeah. so from when you, your bouncing days. Yeah. I just oh, filmed yeah. mine, so mine isn't out yet, and I did oh, do yes. it. I was asked to MC it. I think it was in the pandemic actually, and I didn't get to MC it because of like stuff that was going on. I think it was going to be like everybody in masks and stuff, which <laughs> would have been my worst nightmare to MC. Yeah. That, Can you imagine that? Just uh, it's, it's horrible. Some do, of the gigs I would do like were like that. Anyway. Uh, over like lockdown, yeah. There's, <laughs> yeah. You've, got half, you've got literally a third of the room and the ones that are in there wearing masks. So yeah. you, you, they, and people, when you cover your mouth, people will actually forget to laugh. They just... Oh, I see. It's like performing to a, a dentist convention. It was just bleak. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but I did, I did manage to film my sketch. We were filming it this week actually, and my sketch is at a phone party. And oh, boy, excellent. did I regret oh, writing I that when we were in the phone. <laughs> <laughs> boy, <laughs> we were freezing. Oh, um, wonderful. But yeah, so that's going to be out, I think, in the summer season. So yeah, I'm just in the latest yeah. season of that. So. Oh, exciting stuff. So we're looking forward to that in a few, a few months' time when that comes out. Um, I was just thinking when you said, um, Emmanuel, about your the sketch that you did for the show being about when you days during the bouncer. Yeah. Um, I recall seeing that on a video on YouTube when you were featured on Live at the Apollo. How was that? That must have been something oh, interesting. That that was awesome. That yeah. That was. Hold on. Can I swear on this? No. Strictly speaking, <laughs> no. I'm afraid. Okay. I, I could try bleeping you out if what, you want. What constitutes a swear <laughs> word? Because what I want to say is it's it was like meeting your hero and your hero is not a dick. Is that okay? Not a Richard. <laughs> no, no, that's okay. Yeah. okay. We've got the nod from Ian. Yeah, your hero's okay. not a Richard. Yeah. But you, like so you it. met your hero uh, of the day, what, and they oh, were... Oh, it was great. That was, always the, that was always the goal. I've watched Love the Apollo for years. Mm. Yeah. So you get into comedy, and you're like, that's, that's what I want to do. You're, you're, you're part of that. That's, that's history now. I was like, that's, that was a big goal. Yeah, Can I ask you, what was your walk-on music when they lifted the thing? So, I can't remember. Oh, yeah. Garage. Yeah, I was... <laughs> UK <there> was, Garage. <laughs> <laughs> Old school Garage. There oh, was, that's right. We used to just call it Garage. Because <laughs> when, when they asked, I was so excited yeah. that I hadn't even thought that far ahead. And they were like, what do you want, what do you want your walk-on music to be? And I was whatever you want. So I've got no clue. <gasps> they just put something over it. I, I don't even Did you remember. not watch it back? Yeah, yeah but oh, I was too mm. excited. I don't remember hearing it. Like cheesy I, pop. It could have been. Maybe. Girls just want to have fun. Yeah. <laughs> I love that song. That would have been such an opener. You come on with such with such like swagger and pride as well. <laughs> that would have been fantastic. So I remember the opening first sort of minute, um, you know, where you've got the bit where you're just sort of smiling and sort of nodding. So I love that, 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 that so much. That wasn't meant to be a bit. Yeah. That was an accident. <laughs> yeah, it just happened, didn't it? Yeah, right. Yeah. So there's been a few times when I've done comedy gigs where I've walked out and. Um, like you'll have a audience which is like quite female um, 
female orientated. Yeah. Like, because you get, you think a lot of hen parties go out, and there was one in particular, Manchester Comedy Store, there was mm. like four hen parties in there. Oh, and yeah. I walked out on stage, and they literally treated me like it was a magic mic show. Oh my God. And I was like, <laughs> I'm thinking, you guys are not getting the show you think you're going to get. But for a solid minute, they were just cheering. I'm impressed and, you made it out of there alive. Right? In one piece. <laughs> and there was, yeah. there's a few times where that's happened. So when we got to the Apollo, and I said to my agent who stood with me, I was like, right, I'm just, I, I'm not expecting that to happen because normally mm. I'll take a breath and let people make an assumption. But mm. I was like, let me just go in there, start doing material, and just let's just do it as we should. And I walked out, and just one, one, all I heard was one lady go, woo! <laughs> and then it just spread around the room. Like wildfire. Those yeah. housewives lost their minds. Yeah. <laughs> but no, that was, I remember seeing that. That was really entertaining. That's what happens when fantastic. you wear jeans that clearly don't fit. <laughs> yeah, and then you did the peck dance. Yeah, I had I to. I remember that oh, bit, yeah. I had to, because I thought, if this is the only it? time, I've never done that before on you. stage. <laughs> I, was <Yeah>. like, <laughs> I was like, if there's ever a time to do this... Did now you used to do time. it as a bouncer? No, I've never done this. I've never <laughs> done that. Superb. And I was like, this is this. I mean, it's such a douche move, but I was like, this is the only time <laughs> that I think it might be able, like, I, I can do you it. You need to do that yeah. when you walk on next. <laughs> <laughs> it's how I do it now. Let's yeah. just walk around doing it. It's fantastic. Oh, we're gonna res so we're gonna resume this discussion shortly. This has been fantastic. Um, so currently it's twenty past twenty two past one, um, and we're live with Charlie George and Emmanuel Sanubi. It's time on the MFM to now talk more comedy with yeah. Charlie George. So previously we were talking with our guests Charlie George and Emmanuel Sanubi we're relating to comedy as well as um, comedy experiences and I wanted to move the focus towards you a little bit Charlie because you've done a TED talk as far as I'm concerned is that correct? I did not do a TED talk no? actually I did stand up at um, at a TED talk oh, okay. <laughs> event yeah um, which was its own experience like um, what was that I think like was, working it, with the TED um, with the TED crew what was that like the TED team in Kingston they were really really lovely I I mean I don't know if you've ever come on and had to try and do like a, a, a set a comedy set like can imagine doing a comedy set after someone's done a very intense talk about human trafficking before. <laughs> no, but it really lays the foundation for the room. Uh, yeah. And I actually have a joke about trafficking in my set, so like it was kind of, you know, uh, yeah, it was good. It was good fun, like to go to Kingston and see that kind of vibe and like listen to the different kind of talks that people were doing. I've, I've kind of done comedy in lots of spaces where I've been the only comedian and there'll be like other types yeah. of events on and stuff. But yeah, it was really good. I managed to, it was a good challenge to try and pull the room round from the, the trauma that had been laid down before. Yeah, TED Talk on a rather serious subject and then, hey, let's just lighten the mood, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, but I think yeah. people have this experience when they do corporates or like events and stuff sometimes. You know, you have someone coming out and doing a really intense conversation about like a rare disease. Mm. And then they'll be like, and now for some comedy. Yeah, so we, we did one a little while ago and it was the same sort of thing, but we were like, we cannot go on straight away after this. Like, put yeah. a buffer. She's just been out there talking about losing both her parents to cancer. Mm. No one oh needs gosh. to hear a dick joke now. That's not... <laughs> this isn't appropriate. No. We Definitely need... You need not. at least... There's a 15-minute buffer. Let people not forget what's happened, but acclimatise to it. Because, yeah, going on straight away... Oh. Yeah. You've got to find a way to break the tension. And luckily, like, I had, like, a really... Um, 
like mad upbringing where I've spent a lot of time talking to strangers. So I was raised about Jehovah's Witness and I used to have to sell God to racists in the Wiltshire countryside growing up. So I'm used to oh. like a tough audience. Yeah. Where like, <laughs> you know, they're not really buying what you're selling, but you've yeah. got to like keep going and commit yeah. until you can sort of get them into it. Yeah. So it was so like you, that. So it was like so selling the apocalypse. So you've Wiltshire. had experience with that, whether it not be through comedic means, but that you'd be, so you'd be able to bring that to this in that sort of way. Yeah, I would like to thank my cruel mother for helping me speak to strangers <laughs> when I was younger. Shout out to Charlie's cruel mother. I used, to sell, I used to sell God to racists. Because uh, it, really, it sounds like you were specifically targeting racists. Like, you know, <laughs> how can I make this as hard as possible? I know. Who's going to hate me the most? There we go. I'm going to go and pitch That's the perfect to... demographic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that wasn't the choice. Wonderful. I think I just grew up... You were talking about an area that was, like, super, super white. So I just grew up in, like, a super white area. There was a lot of, like, BMP and stuff like that. So it was kind of... Ah. Yeah. <laughs> Tough crowd. Tough oh, crowd. Oh, I remember when BMP was more of a thing. Yeah. 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 Back in March in the day. <laughs> super. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so fantastic stuff. Um, so remember, folks, if, so we've got Charlie George and Emmanuel Sanubi on. They're both performing. Uh, Emmanuel's performing tonight, and Charlie's also performing tomorrow night. Uh, as numerous different shows. I'm not performing tonight. No? Not sure. Sure. tomorrow night. That's tomorrow night. My yeah, apologies. Do you remember that time you, got, you, you didn't care about my show? <laughs> I Indeed. thought we were friends. This is the, I'm never coming to Devon. Oh, gonna, no. You're not going to join his crew? Please come not, to I, I was going to join his crew. We I need the gonna, tourism money. I, I was going to get a corduroy gilet. Oh. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful stuff. But if you do want to find out when the two of them are performing, you can go to uh, the Leicester Comedy Festival website, that being comedyfestival.co.uk. Just search for Emmanuel Sanubi or Charlie George to find out more information about either of their shows. Um, yeah, and it's just search for the, that in the search bar on the website. So still to come today, we are bringing back some of our Rewind games. Well, actually, we're just bringing one back today. Just the one, but a staple game for sure. Um, so now, seeing as the Comedy Festival is such a major event for Leicester City, um, it's good to see how this sort of thing impacts um, the city of Leicester in general, I think. Yeah, that's right. We went down, Tom and I, to speak to some members of the public and give their thoughts on the festival. So I'm Chantel from the Rewind After Mission Show. Okay, so welcome back. Uh, I'm Tom. And we're here asking people's views and reviews. So are you aware of the Leicester Comedy Festival? Uh, I heard of it this year for the first time, yeah. Yes, I have, I've, I've seen it about, you know, I've seen like the adverts walking around town. Um, is this your first time going to a comedy show for the Leicester Comedy Festival? Well, we go every year, but this is the first one this year that we've gone to. Uh, this is the, the first time. However, when I was younger, I did actually attend as a child and got involved with something at the uh, YMCA back when I was part of Haymarket Youth Theatre, back when that was a thing. I haven't been to any. I do want to go though. I want to take a chance on like some kind of just go in, see what it's like. I haven't done much live comedy and it's so close to where I live, so it'd be a good opportunity to. Any of the acts catch your eye at all? I saw a few names that I recognise. I saw Milton Jones is there, seen him on Mock the Week and stuff, seen one or two other names that kind of ring a bell, yeah. What are your views of the festival? Overall, it's really good because the kids can sort of get involved in it as well. Um, yesterday, we went to another show, uh, which is at Brewdog. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and that was really good. It's very interactive, so it's really good for the kids to get involved in, in that as well. So, so for us, because we're a family of four, we've got two young kids, yeah. it's quite good that they've involved the kids within Comedy Week. Yeah, because they're also, I don't even know, you're celebrating five years of the Kids' Comedy Festival this year. Oh, I as well as, the, as, yeah. as well as the 30th anniversary of the Leicester Comedy in general. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's quite good that 
you've got many venues you can go in it you can in, take the kids with you because sometimes the comedy is, you never yes, know what yes, the board exactly. is going to be like yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah um, i think it's, when you have any kind of thing in a big city which brings in tourists you know you get more opportunities for local businesses to see more income you know that's a good thing always yeah i think that's probably the main thing i doubt it's not the kind of thing that brings in so many people where suddenly Leicester's like massively overcrowded. It's a nice kind of balance, I think. Yeah, it's great. It's really good, uh, exciting for everyone that comes to um, Leicester. Yeah, it's nice to have it in Leicester as well. The one we went to last year was like a quiz show, um, whereas this is more stand-up sketch comedy. So, And we looked it up on YouTube and you thought it was quite funny, didn't you? <laughs> it's quite, it's quite, so I've done the gala uh, the other week, this preview show, and it's quite interesting that you come across new comedians that you might not have known for. What I'm intrigued about is because obviously there's quite an age gap, so my eldest is 11 and she is four. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what they get out of it. Six. And you're six, yeah. Mm -hmm. Are you looking forward to it? Yeah, I am looking forward to it quite a lot. I think it, it like, grows. Like, it, it gets people to come to the city and discover things about the city they might not have seen before, go to different places, you know, just... Yeah, I think it's been very well organised. Um, there's been a lot of um, sort of media advertising with regards to it as well. So I think it's been really well. Les has been really lucky to have it. Um, yeah. for like you said, 30 years, right? It's, so. it's grown, and the fact that you get some big comedians come down from yeah. all over the country is really good. Yeah, definitely. It must be nice to have um, like all the big comedy acts sort of coming into the city for what's almost a whole month, um, and it must be quite nice to sort of have a, a variety of different venues to um, choose from, just you know, to take. The out for a night. Yeah, we, we, we popped into town yesterday to uh, Peter Pizza actually, and we were having a look through the magazine. And I was amazed at how much there is on. Like, it's literally like, almost yeah. over, overwhelming the amount of content that is available. And um, we think after that, we popped into to Brewdog and actually just missed, missed a show that was on there for kids as well. So it's great that you know, it, all weekend there's, there's stuff on for the family. After this, you'll be going for a few more because it's a full month now, isn't it? Yeah, so um, having said that, yeah, um, my wife's just booked another one for next, uh, not next Friday, the Friday after, I think. Yeah. Um, so, so again, that's with the kids, that's during half term as well. So, oh, that's perfect. Yeah, then. exactly, yeah. So, it's, so yeah. It's 100%. quite cheap as well, you're not it spending is, yeah, too much. No, you're, yeah, you're right with that. I, I thought it'd be a lot more expensive, but it's not, it's, it's really good as well. I think it's like, it normally depends on the venue, but it's usually £5 or whatever yes. you want to give. Yes. So, it's quite, you, you're not have to give it but you can give us a bit of donation towards yeah. it so it's quite a good yeah you're right yeah fantastic well i hope you enjoy the remainder of the comedy festival itself it sounds like there's a lot going on thank you and enjoy the many shows that you get around yeah appreciate that no thank problem. you for your time take no care problem. cheers and thank you for your time no worries nice talking to you thank you <laughs> Fantastic. We've got a nice insight there from the general public regarding uh, the Comedy Festival. It clearly making a big difference for many people across Leicester. We've got actually a special guest with us as well joining us. We've got Dick Denham, uh, who's performing his show later on today, that being Big Dick Energy. So now it's time to welcome our Game Master for today, Hannah, uh, back to kick off one of our iconic games here on Rewind, that being How Bizarre. Um, and for this game as well, we've been joined, I should say, we've been joined by Dick Denham. Hello there. Fantastic. So we've got quite a big crowd here for the game, that being how bizarre. Uh, make sure you're joining in on our Twitter, so tweet us at DemonFM uh, or get involved with our Instagram, that being at underscore DemonFM. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Uh, so let's play. Um, yeah, Hannah, take it away. Uh, firstly, I'd like to apologise. I know the fans of Rewind were expecting Ashley. However, I am the uh, infamous replacement. So if you don't know how to play how bizarre, here you get given four news stories, all incredibly weird. However, one is true, and that's all you have to do. You have to figure out, put your heads together and figure out which one is true. So I'm going to get straight into it. Story number one. 
In Massachusetts, an emo called Mallory was found running round and causing a bit of mayhem for the people of Brockton. It was discovered that the emu had escaped from its owner and decided to go for a late night run. Number two, in South Korea, a rare new species of lizard was discovered, named the Hemidactylus flatus, aka the red spotted ripper gecko, and it was found that the lizard could fart a noxious gas that smelled like pickled onion crisps to humans. Story number three, a man was found in Australia taking a bath in a dumpster during the hottest day of the year. Brendan Matthews from Sydney was found lying in an ice and water filled dumpster. He wheeled the dumpster from his apartment complex to a local gas station and filled it up. When interviewed, he said, nothing sicker on a hot day than an ice cold binny and a long neck. For number four and final story, in Glasgow, a takeaway has invented a deep fried kebab that is inside a pie, inside a burger that is then deep fried again. Craig Wallace, the inventor of the Scrandle Burger, said that he came up with the idea to compete in uh, Glasgow's deep fried food off competition. So, those are your four headlines. Yeah. C- and you've got to figure out which one is real. Can we just get a quick repeat as to the four statements? Sorry, Hannah, I know you've done Go all that really. It. Can we just get a repeat for Can the listeners Can I ask a question? The first, well? Yeah, the first one. Is it? Did you say emo or emu? <laughs> I, I thought it was emo. I thought you were talking about a goth. Like, I was like a goth. <laughs> an emu. Well, an, an emu. Goth in new, America, a new species of emu. Has been <laughs> Don't even care what you say. <laughs> it's true. No, it is an emu, I'm afraid. Right, emu. Yep. Has been so doing what? It went running uh, amok. Basically, it escaped from its owners and went on a late night run. The second yeah. one is the new species of lizard discovered in South Korea that can fart noxious gas. Gassy the third lizard. one. It can fart what? Noxious, noxious gas. gas. Isn't all farts noxious gas? <laughs> no, but it particularly smells like pickled onion crisps. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that is niche, Which, isn't it? Yeah, but that makes me doubt it because do they have pickled onion crisps in South Korea? What don't they have in South Korea? You're, you're assuming sure. that this lizard has eaten nothing but pickled onion crisps. Or Monster Munch. Monster True, Munch, yeah. I was thinking, yeah. yeah, Monster Munch. Could be a little Godzilla. <laughs> Number three is the Australian man taking um, an ice bath in the dumpster on the hottest day of the year. And number four is the deep-fried kebab inside a pie, inside a burger that's then deep-fried again. And that was that in Glasgow? Yes. Of course that's in Glasgow. Of course it's in Glasgow. 100%. (laughs) Even if she didn't say that, we could guess. I'd go Glasgow. Glasgow. So sorry, it was a pie inside a... It was a deep-fried kebab inside a pie, inside a burger that was then deep-fried again. Is it weird that I now want that? Foie gras for crackheads, isn't it? Yeah, Glasgow is full of some. I <laughs> I'm suspicious about the fourth one because how would you get a deep? What it's just a deep fry kebab within a pie case. Yeah. Oh, they, they use batter. So once you put the batter in, it, so that's how they do it. With the, I mean, I know far too much about this already. So, well, <laughs> yeah, they do it with the Mars bars, don't they? You get deep fried mm, Mars deep bar. Mars but this yeah. is a pie. Yeah. So it's in some sort of pastry. To be fair, which like, makes me suspicious. We've had Christmas dinner where you've got like a turkey that's stuffed into a pig, that's stuffed into a deer, that's stuffed into your nan. Like it is. <laughs> so if we can't stuff anything past, into anything. That is, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Stop preaching that as if a lesson. Fully <laughs> support that. Yeah. So have we got if any I've guesses? Got any message at all? It's I, if I had to guess. It would be the third one is true about the guy in a nice... Yeah, the Australian man. See, that's what I was thinking because people do crazy stuff when it's hot. Mm. Once the heat kicks in, like that, what you described sound like a really nice day. Yeah. (laughs) That's just an average day in Sydney. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Right. So do you think that's true as well? (laughs) I I don't know. See, I want to go with Glasgow kebab. Yeah. That's, that's what I think. I don't know. What like, do you think, Charmaine? Well, people are into, like, cold water, aren't they? So it could be, like, a Wim Hof sort of 
dumpster bath situation. I don't know, something can be saying the, the lizard. I feel drawn to this gassy lizard. Okay, so we've got Australian man kebab lizard. Who found yeah. that lizard? <laughs> and okay, the pirate farted when I know that scent. I've got a Who's feeling Who's smelling it lizard farts? <laughs> the South Koreans, apparently. It feels like the least likely. It so maybe I just so. want to go for that. Because Are I think we Glasgow, we kind of assume that about them anyway. So it might yeah. not. Yeah. Not be so are we doing results right now or are we doing that later? Right, so the true story Ooh, this be was the, not emo, but emu. I would like to tell you the true oh. one. There we go. Unfortunately, it's too late. Oh, fantastic stuff. Do well. we know how the emu is now? Unfortunately, we don't have any follow-up on oh. the emu. I'm Do sure you know it's fine. if the emu got any sponsorship after that, that <laughs> run? Just you know what? I'll, I'll look Nikes. into it. I'll look into it. I'll get back to you guys. You certainly have me fooled there. Some fantastic stuff. So uh, thank you everyone for partaking in How Bizarre. And thank you as well to uh, Dick Dedham for joining us as well today. Yeah, yeah, make sure to check his show out. That being Big Dick Energy, that's being performed. Uh, when about, well, actually, that's a good point. When, when are you going to be performing that? So Dick? upstairs at the Western tonight, 7.30 p.m., lovely little venue. Come on down. Yeah, come on down. Students come get six quid form. tickets. So, yeah. yeah. Um, we're going to be sort of reading out a couple of your uh, your tweets and your responses as well for the Today's Water Cooler. That being, what is your favourite sort of joke or one-liner? This is your student sound. Demon FM. We've previously played our legendary game, so you've had results from that. But now yeah. we're going to find out, not find out, are we going to yeah. do the answers so, on social media? Yeah, so we've had our answers for How Bizarre. We've revealed those just before the song there. Um, and we're going to read out. So what we're going to do is we're going to uh, display your answers to our uh, water cooler for today on our social media. So make sure you're tuned in with that. Uh, so if you go onto our Twitter, that being at Demon FM, uh, and also check out our Instagram at underscore Demon FM. That's the place to be for that. Um, so for regarding the How Bizarre quiz from previously, congratulations to those that were able to guess the correct statement. Um, earlier on that we asked sort of the, and the reminder of the water cooler, I should say, sorry, that being what are some of the, your favorite jokes or one-liners from comedy? Uh, so with that, we have reached the end of our show today, um, but thank you all very much for tuning in. Before we leave, we wanted to briefly mention the tomorrow's Outer Mission broadcast. So tomorrow, Asian of Things is coming back with their Outer Mission broadcast show. Um, they'll be live from Leicester Comedy Festival at the LCB Depot, once again in the middle of Grey's Cafe. That's where we are currently. Uh, so with Guest Comic, they'll be introducing Patrick Monaghan. He'll be joining the show. Uh, so make sure you're tuned in for that. Sounds exciting stuff. Uh, they'll also be talking to Tom Nixon, as well as the representatives from the Spark Festival, to talk about their 20th Festival of Arts and Creativity to have come from children and artists alike. Uh, but yes, if you want to join, so come down and see them here at Grey's Cafe in the LCB Depot uh, from 1 till 2 p.m. That's going to be tomorrow on Friday, the 17th of February. Uh, so you come down and see them or listen online at demonfm.co.uk. Uh, they'd hope to see everyone there. Yeah, so thanks again to everyone at the Big Difference and the public and our special, special guests, Charlie and Emmanuel. And um, also, thank you for, the, for coming in and playing along. Thanks for having me. Yeah, superb. So before we end today, actually, I wanted to ask uh, you two, so Charlie and, and you as well, actually, Dick, so what are your favourite sort of one-liners from comedy generally? Have you got any sort of that stand out for you before we leave? What do you think, Dick? Uh, I don't know, I always like, it's not a one-liner, but I always like the airplane, um, Shirley, don't call me Shirley. Oh, that is, that is a classic yeah. from that uh, airplane, great film. Yeah, yeah, that's beautiful, funny. I really Shirley, like you can't, surely you can't be serious. I am, and don't call me Shirley. Don't call me Shirley, Shirley, you can't be serious. <laughs> that's fantastic. There's another one in that. That, that film's 
So, Joel, my, I think my favourite ones aren't actually one-liners. They're meant to be serious. So Arnold Schwarzenegger's Commando, mm. that film, which is meant to be a serious action film because of the way he says he stuff. Is it's, hilarious, it's though, isn't he is hilarious, though, is full of yeah. one-liners. <laughs> when he kills a guy on a plane, he's like, please don't disturb my friend. He's dead tired. <laughs> the, the only thing missing from that is when he... The only thing missing is the sound when he should go... <laughs> after each one. There's another Fantastic. one. He's, he's got a guy held above um, a cliff by one arm because he's so strong. And he, he says, remember when I told you I'd kill you last? I lied. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that, that noise needs to be there. It is, the whole film is just one-liners. Wonderful. Oh, that's someone's like deep intention, well-intentioned script and it's ended up becoming comedy by accident. Uh, give, 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 you <laughs> an, give you an example. So at the end of it, when he kills the main bad guy, he kills him by throwing a pipe at him and it's a steam pipe and all the air is coming out at the end of it. And then at the end of it, he goes, let us some steam, Bennett. Fantastic. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Oh, I like a dark political good. one, though. Can I do mine? Mine is Bridget Christie, and I think she says, uh, I didn't mean to tell a rape joke tonight, um, but you've come out dressed like you wanted to hear one. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was absolutely brilliant. So, Superb. yeah, repping for the girls there. We can Thanks, go oh, we can we go all day. day. But, yeah, once again, a massive thank you to Charlie George and Emmanuel Sanubi for joining us, as well as, let's not forget, Dick Denham for joining us in the latter part of the show. Uh, so, yeah, once again, thank you, guys. Uh, keep up to date with our next show as a group on Rewind Out to Mission by following our Instagram. Thank you for listening, and goodbye. Rewind. Rewind. Rewind.